Hey, everyone. Welcome to Right On Radio. We're so glad you could join us on this uh, evening edition, or at least this evening where I am. It might be afternoon where you are, or it might be even morning for some places in the world. But we're going to do this special show for you. We do have some news. We're going to do some questions and answers as well, because... We don't normally do lives at this time, and we just thought it would be a really good idea to take advantage of that. But first, before I bring on Jesse. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. So I took a branding course, Jesse. I can tell. It looks really well, Jeff. <laughs> so you got to get the branding out there, but you know what? Uh, like, at least it's not like a three or four minute intro, right? You know. Right. <laughs> so we're also supposed to have Kevin Annette come on and join us. Uh, I just sent him the link, so I hope he'll be here soon. Apparently, he's got some really breaking news, but yeah. I'm going to break some news about Kevin Annette. Uh, and if you don't remember, Kevin Annette's the guy who's doing the tribunals. He's the one who's found all these bodies and that in the uh, Aboriginal schools throughout Canada and, and even the U.S. he's worked in. Um, so one thing I didn't mention last time is Kevin Annette has been nominated for a Nobel Priest Prize three times. Right. And now he's been nominated for the Order of Canada, which is the highest medal. Yeah. Now, whether he gets it or not, that might be a different story. <laughs> right. Definitely deserving, you know, all the work to not only get people to acknowledge and, um, you know, create awareness about the mass genocide going on there in Canada and other places with the, um, you know, the natives. But, um, you know, it, he just has not had an easy road. It's been a tough fight for him. Well, anyone who gets into this game, Jesse, as you know, uh, you know, you were victimized as a kid and now you've signed up to go through it again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this time it's willingly. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the difference, isn't it? And this time you're served. Well, you were always serving the Lord, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, this time you're not being forced to pretend to be serving Lucifer. Right. So listen, while we're waiting for Kevin, um, Listen, I've got a whole bunch of news items we can get into. They're completely different in nature. So I'm just thinking, you know, Jesse, I'm prepared to go in so many different directions. Why not put it out to the listening audience or the watching audience uh, what they want to talk about? Listen, we can talk about government stuff. Um, I'm a little bit bored of the, uh, the the Rona thing, but, you know, we can talk about that and uh, yeah, we, we have could. to be careful what we say go ahead oh, i was just gonna say yeah we could talk about that if that's what people want to talk about look we can talk about uh the satanism thing we can talk about god's thing we can talk about the revelation series uh we can talk about all kinds of things but there's politics there's state by state uh obviously the uh the things happening in maricopa county which are very interesting and it's heating up it's heating up all across the states uh, you know, to be honest, Jesse, I'm almost in a celebratory uh, mood tonight because I think this thing's over. I think I'm hearing it is too. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm hearing like it's really done and we're at the final stage and yeah. uh, there should be a really big reveal 
coming up soon. And and no matter what, even if their reveal goes first, and Jesse knows what I'm going to reveal, but my reveal is still going to shock you. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> or at least some of you. Some of you might have figured it out by now. I've given out enough clues. Yeah, I, I think it was still shock some, though. Uh, you know, the information isn't going to be quite what they expect, I think, so. No, no. But I've, I've actually gone a little bit deeper on it. Uh, so listen, I, I'm ready to go on this reveal at any time. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. What's happening behind the scenes is I'm getting our army compartmentalized, uh, doing specific digs to get the proofs out. And that way it actually comes from the army. And uh, and I, and I think it's going to be good. And it'll be much better information than what I just have to offer you as well. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, and I've got uh, a real special operator, uh, Red Yoda, is working on that uh, with some of the teams. And I've got a couple other people in some other compartments that are going on it. So that's very good. And speaking of the Army, um, I know there's some people who've had trouble signing up. I think part of it was I had a, a broken link because Sarah had changed stuff. I forgot to replace the link. Uh, so if people who have had problems with that it could be could have been my fault and i apologize but you can sign up for the army at sos.mailchimpsites.com <laughs> yes go there today and join be part get active that's what we encourage people to do that's right and listen even if you're not active you can get on our mailing list which we're, we haven't really used yet we're not really we're not spamming people. We're not sending out emails every single day. You know, um, I don't think we'll ever be like that, to be honest. No. Uh, but uh, we do want to stay in touch because, you know, things are going to happen. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we're experimenting with different platforms and different things are happening. But right now, it seems that we're actually kind of cool on this one. Maybe we've got the hang of it, Jesse. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, we had some kinks we had to work out and, you know, it's a learning process for all of us. It's something that none of us have done before. So we just had to work through those things. All right. You know what? I'm going to try this for the first time. First question, the subject I didn't want to take. <laughs> all right. I heard that airlines are not wanting the pilots to get the jab. Pilots are passing out and some died. Actually, three died in one week. Airlines do not want people who have the jab to fly. That is absolutely true. Sorry, that probably comment <laughs> rather than a, a question. It looked like a question at a glance. Um, but yeah, because of uh, blood clotting and altitude and things like that, they're actually warning that people who have received it. And yet it's funny because like, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the governments are pushing, you can't do it unless you take it. So right. are they really trying to kill people? Well, it's a it's a double standard because, you know, we're getting more and more reports of people who are having negative reactions. And, you know, definitely if there's things like blood clots or, you know, things with the heart swelling, flying or, you know, decreased increased pressure is going to affect those things. So it, it's kind of a scary double standard because some of these airlines are, you know, making claims that they may, you know, make it where you can't fly without, a, I've been vaccinated, 
<laughs> sign from your passport or something, you know, proving that you've been vaccinated, yet knowing that you're fl flying only increase your risk of fatality, um, it's kind of scary. It is. Oh, there was a good one that's for you. Actually, there's a couple good ones here. By the way, I'm looking at another screen here. Uh, that's why you're seeing yeah. me looking to the side here. Um, oh, that one would go good with this one. So let me do this one first, Jesse. And this one is for you. And the question comes from Boo. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. We, we like that name. <laughs> Actually, I, there, I have a certain affection for that name, and I won't disclose that why. <laughs> All right. Also, is there a difference between Ha Satan and Lucifer? Well, in the names, yes, or in some of the different uh, religions or cults that use the different names for them, there is a difference. Uh, some will separate and say that Lucifer and Satan are two different beings, but um, you know, in in God's kingdom, in the spirit world, it's just one being, uh, one and fallen angel uh, who was a seraphim who served in served the Lord and um, dwelt in His glory. So, um, so I guess the answer is yes and no, depending on which direction you're taking the conversation. All right. So, follow up question: Seraphims and cherubims. Which ones are bigger? <laughs> bigger? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, the seraphim have to cover the Lord's glory, which <laughs> is pretty weighty and big as far as I understand it. Um, I guess I would say seraphim are bigger, but I don't know. That's a good okay. question. Okay. You know, I'm just thinking back to the Revelation uh uh, chapter we just did with the angel angel standing on you know the land and the sea and you know i'm just kind of trying to picture it all right here's something that was on my heart to talk about today and this is a good one uh i would like to talk about the light side a little more trying to understand djt a little better yeah that's a great question um I guess you got to kind of disconnect. They're two different topics. Um, as far as I know, there's nothing I can say or speak on as to whether GD, we'll just say, you know, DJT, DJT yeah. has any connections or not. Um, but we've talked about, you know, the light side of the system are those who, you know, have an appearance of godliness and they've served the system Um you know, pretty much with their Christian covers. And, you know, these are individuals who, you know, they go to church on the outside, their life looks very good. Um, they have not necessarily been involved with black magic or the dark side of the system at all. So that would include, you know, they may not even be aware that there's trafficking or, you know, sexual abuse to the extent that it's been happening. Uh, these individuals are more into the white magic, um, you know, used mostly for healing, uh, for bringing good about good things to humanity. Um, so that's their focus. You know, they may not even know that there's 
anything bad with those that they work with. Um, several of these people that I'm working with, you know, they really had no idea to the extent that things were going on um, in the world. And so that's about all I can say on that for right now. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I can reiterate some of the things that we've said on previous shows because sometimes repetition is really good for people to hear. And, uh, Jesse, remember the show where I kind of got you to, on to do that little 15-minute show and I did the example, you are here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think it's really important to, to mention that again um, because I really believe it with all my heart. So if we're looking at the pyramid on the back of the $1 bill. Right. The, there's the foundation and the foundation is i'm going to call it the dark side it's the foundation and it's when this whole thing has been built upon for thousands of years literally and then floating above that is that uh the all-seeing eye and it's got this aura of light around it and everything else but there's a gap and right now we especially, you know, prayer warriors are standing in that gap. But I think, you know, make no mistake, uh, you know, God's going to do his part and we don't know exactly what God's going to do. I think there's some good clues. In fact, uh, Kent Christmas on Sunday had an amazing sermon. And I think there's some clues to what God's going to do uh, in what his sermon is. But make no mistake we're in that transition period and we're going to that light side and they will assume control. Look, we've been covering the book of Revelation for a reason. I want you to understand what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I think that's been good. And that's, the, you know, that's where, you know, all you really need to know is what's there in Revelations and in scripture. It outlines, you know, and maps out what's going to happen when and as you know we see people coming in onto the scene you know those characters are talked about in scripture so you know we know as we start to see nations gathering as we see the people who are orchestrating that we know that that's who scripture's talking about amen here's a great follow-up question for you jesse i could answer it too but we'll keep you going <laughs> how to put on the armor of God? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, I pray it on. So, you know, literally, uh, you know, I, well, I have it memorized now, but I would turn to Ephesians 6 when I first started and starting at uh, verse 10, I would just start reading and praying it on, you know, saying I put on that, you know, I gird my loins with truth. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I shod my feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I take up the shield of faith with which to extinguish all the fiery darts of the evil one. I put on the helmet of salvation and take up the sword of the spirit. And most of all, I put on a spirit of prayer and cover myself with the mind of my Lord Jesus Christ. So that's how I pray it on. And, you know, there's also been physical times, particularly when I was first learning that, Jesse, that I would actually do the actions. I'm putting on the helmet. You know, I'm putting on the breastplate. And, and I think there's just, I don't know, it could be just me, it could be just a physical thing. You know, you get a, a heightened sense when you do actions and things like that. And uh, I think it's probably a good way to help memorize it and 
and uh, to really believe it uh, when you put it on, you know, believe right. that you're that you're doing this. And and I love what Brad Stein said when he was on the show. I want to get him back on. I want him to do some comedy on the show, actually, because he's so, right. super funny. Uh, but what he said, and it was the first time I'd ever heard it like that. You're never commanded to take it off. Right. You're not. So if we never take it off, I guess, you know, how many times do you have to pray it back on? <laughs> Right. But you know what? I think it's, I think, you know what? And I, I'm just thinking about this practically because you're, you're absolutely right. But I think practically speaking, um, you know, maybe you don't have to say the whole prayer, but when you get out of bed, for instance, in the morning, so, okay, I'm putting on the armor again, you know, um, just a reminder that you, you know, you're wearing this, uh, this armor because typically when you go to bed, you know, a soldier would take off his armor. Mm -hmm. right right um, but it's just a good reminder like you know listen it might even sound religious but i say the lord's prayer every day mm -hmm. you know um it's a good prayer <laughs> that is a very good prayer yes yeah and and if you do a study on it and you break it out you know you, you it's the perfect prayer really you know it covers all things that's right all right that was a great question let me keep going through this. <laughs> I don't see Kevin here yet, but perhaps there was a misunderstanding. Okay, did that. I one. see a question here um, from DC. It just says, "How do you pray for the blood of Jesus Christ?" Um, you know, I just simply, you know, ask the Lord. I'll say, you know, I plead the blood of Jesus, or. I, you know, pray the blood of Jesus over that person or that situation. And that's all that I say, you know, in the prayer for that. So nothing, you don't have to have certain words or, you know, doesn't have to be long. Uh, the Lord knows what we're saying in our heart. And, you know, I believe he answers and responds to that when we ask or plead for the blood, you know, he's, quick to supply you know absolutely and it it always comes down to your heart issue you know are what are you pleading the blood because you uh you hate that guy i plead the blood of jesus you know okay well <laughs> that might backfire i'm just just warning you you know <laughs> how about this one jesse mormons in the system more info please love the name bright side oh is it Hold on, I couldn't see the question there. Mormons in the system. Um, where I haven't really talked much about the Mormons and their connections with the system yet, uh, but where I encourage people to start looking is there are videos on YouTube where there's information where you can look and see, um, you know, if you search Joseph Smith was a, a Mason um, or you search, you know, Mormons and, um, you know, Freemasonry, you, you'll start to see info come up and a lot of the high level Mormons are Masons as well. And that's their connection into the system. Um, so, you know, if you're starting to look into the Masonic stuff, a lot of it overlaps. They just go by different names pretty much. And there are a few differences with their religious views or how, um, you know, they run their part in the system, but um, otherwise there is a lot of overlap between the two. Yeah. 
that that's exactly what I was going to say. It just goes right back to that. And uh, look, you know what? Uh, just like when you were in the system, Jesse, they'd put certain kids into the the scientific program. They put certain kids into this. Um, you know, someone who wants to have a harem might have to become a Mormon. <laughs> you know? right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it's true because a lot of it. I mean, it all stems back to you know the ancient orders of of. Um, I'm, I'm coming up with the wrong word right now. Jesuit. That's what I wanted. The ancient order of the Jesuits, which really is what the Masonics and the Mormons come out of, as well as the Catholics. So, um, you know, if you go back and study the Jesuit stuff, you'll find a lot of connections between all three of those departments of the system. And here's a fast paced related question. How is it related? What is the deal with T-R-U-D-E-A-O. I'm just being careful. Uh, current, current guy in Canada. Um, well, I think he was raised by the Jesuits. Yeah. Which means he probably went through some sort of the system programming. Um, you know, definitely has some bloodline family connections in the system. Um, so I think there's, you know, some good chances that you know, he shows himself siding with those we know to be in the system. And I'll just add a few things to it. He's a complete embarrassment. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he identifies as a feminist. Uh, he, he can't, he can't put together a sentence. He's a, ah, e, ah, oh, e. he can't, he can't complete a sentence like, yeah, but he is good looking. I'll give him that. You know, um, listen, he, uh, well, let's, no, I'm not sure if that was off air that we said that. Look, we, we know that, uh, there's some rings that he's probably involved in. And if you watch the, uh, that series by Janet, uh, follow the cabal, they do a, a section on him and all of his friends. I think that will tie in a lot yeah. of questions uh it's you know i think that you know once uh look america has to go first uh and I, this thing is worldwide it's gonna go worldwide it has to go worldwide um for many reasons uh, it's easily provable it will go go worldwide and i think the problem of this guy will be solved uh one of the things while i'm on politics jesse is i i just want to uh you know, one of the things that's a little bit different that we're going to talk about on this show and continue to talk about uh, from other shows when we get into the political realms is, you know, and there's some great shows putting out great info and shows I watch and I like the people who do them. But when they're talking about right and left, they're playing into the system. Yeah. Right and left is programming. Most people if we didn't have all the programming of TV for, you know, the 50 years of your life or however old you are uh, built into you and you just were raised with the word of God in a proper way like that, we weren't meant to have all this multimedia around us. The world survived thousands of years without it. This is kind of a, a new thing. And, and, you know, people have been massively programmed and, you know, it's a, this right and left dichotomy. People have common sense. You know, love your neighbor. And most people just want to raise families and stuff like that. 
but now in this in this age there's and there's always been opportunities for corruptness and there always has been corruptness because the evil one was right in the garden okay um but we're not going to say you know listen i i relate more to the things that the republican party has said that's true i relate almost nothing to what the left says however you know um i'm not playing the game anymore i'm neither <laughs> well jeff we have a challenge from the audience They've said, you know, and I guess we got to put some boundaries on it because there's certain words or names you can't say on this challenge or on this channel with censorship. Um, but they said, you know, tell us how you really feel, Jeff. <laughs> so without uh, throwing certain names under the bus, uh, without uh, getting us kicked off, let's hear how you really feel about all this, Jeff. <laughs> Well, about what? I got lots of topics to... I think it was in particular, too, you were talking about what was happening there with Canadian politics. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Quite honestly, I, I don't even watch it. Um, it's painful. Like, it, no one will answer a question in Parliament. Um, there, The news in Canada is completely bought and paid for, and... Trudeau went on the news and bragged about it. Like literally, you know, and, and if you do a story that's unfavorable to the government, you lose your uh, extra bonuses. Like, you know, he went on the news and bragged about it and no one cares. Right. Uh, because no one has a voice here. Uh, I've mentioned them before rebel news. They're a small organization. They're doing amazing work in Canada. Uh, but it's a small organization. You know, they got a YouTube channel. They've been demonetized and all these things, but they still do some amazing stuff. But that's how I feel. Um, I don't really pay attention to it. I keep my eye on the prize of the important stuff. Uh, the big stuff is the the light to or dark to light stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, keeping your eyes on Maricopa is very important right now. Um, the The UFO thing is really fun right now and I, and I just want to say this because we're talking politics you want to know how I really feel I'm going to tell you so here are two statements that tell you almost everything you need to know in the political realm right now DJT was on a, a radio interview or a phone-in interview and the question was uh, you know in this tumultuous times I'm paraphrasing um, how would you encourage people to get through this because people are very upset and uh, all he said was, stay tuned. Sounded like a sense of urgency and a very confident man. And then, so so that's one thing. So stay tuned is what DJT said. Now there's an interview that, uh, and I don't know how recent it is, but I assume it's pretty recent um, because of all the hysteria that's going on right now. But it was John Podesta being interviewed on, I believe it's MSNBC, and he wants the UFO classifications out now. I saw that. You know, so please take your eyes somewhere else, right? Let's bring out the Delta Orion <coughs> Gemini programming. <laughs> Awake yeah. the sleepers and, and let's start the <laughs> <laughs> 
Someone hear me because you know the the first post said I'm the first one down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, really, right? Right. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. Too much fun. <laughs> Yeah, it'll get interesting, folks. I'm just going to, we're told we're expecting a show. So, you know, expect a show of the, of the highest proportions, you know, think about all they can do in the movies with CGI and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I think. And you get real good. characters, you know. I just wish, you know, I wish people could see sometimes the reality of the spirit world and, you know, see these demonic principalities and their behavior, you know, like when Molek throws temper tantrums and I mean. uh, Well, and people can, how do they get there? Yeah. Well, I guess in prayer, you know, just pray and ask the Lord to open your eyes, let you see. But I was just thinking if it was like, you know, kind of like a movie or like a blue beam CGI thing that we could all see on display, it would be quite interesting. So, you know, there is going to be this reveal. At least that's what the posts have said. Um, And it's, you know, most people have agreed that it's probably going to be like an eight hour movie that runs continuous. And so Mm -hmm. everyone in the world will get a chance to see it. And it's going to show the real people, the real characters and stuff like that. But you know what, Jesse? I'm just going to say, if there's anyone on that team, before you do the final edit, call me. (laughs) Call me. I mean, it might make it easier for people to accept if it was made like a little spoof comedy, but I know it's serious, it's horrific stuff, but just might be a little better if there was a little bit of spoofiness to it. Well, listen, just think about uh, like uh, American Idol or these shows where they have instant voting, right? You can vote, right. you know, <laughs> what should we do with Killary? You know, should we <laughs> do this, do this, do this, you know, or or we can put them into battle matches, right? That That's the best. I mean, I was waiting, you know, I, I think it was three years ago we had, uh, you know, several satanic councilmen all stepped down or passed away there were three of them you know so it's like ooh, who are the high priests who are eligible you got zuckerbergius you got clinton you got you know clooney you got obama and i was sitting there like oh i'd give anything to watch zuckerbergius kick clinton's ass (laughs) (laughs) i'm all for the battle thing jeff well yeah and you've seen a couple battles in your time but this time i want them with clothes on jesse Yes, yes, me as well. <laughs> because there could be kids watching. This is true. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. We'll just say yes, that would be much better. No Romanesque battle, you know, for power structures. But Oh, here's one, and it's for you specifically, Jesse. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Uh, that was probably a good one, too. Uh, I'll get back to it. It was the one above that. Sorry. The chat moves, and... Uh, Jesse is Klaus Schwab, someone someone we should be watching. Uh, I would say yes. I mean, he he's got some pretty you know strong connections to the system. I think, and 
Well, so. yeah, and, and he's the guy kind of putting out their mo, their you know their op their operations. He's the one. He's been a public face of it. So yeah, uh, you yeah. definitely should listen to him. Uh, listen, but you got to understand um, these are man's plans and and Satan's plans, and God has to allow certain. God will allow certain things to happen. Uh, but God's timing is not their timing. They, okay, I might, we have agenda 21. Okay, well, God says, okay, well, I kind of, you know, allow some of this stuff to happen, but maybe not till 23. Mm-hmm. You know, sit back. No, I'm God. Big G. And I'm not saying I'm God. Don't take it out of proportion, right? Uh, but yeah, definitely watch him. So uh, next one, which I had up there. Any updates on dumb takedowns? I think there's some big updates on this. Oh, yeah. There's been some big ones this week. I've been hearing rumors. I'll just put it, or I guess, yeah, we'll just call them rumors. Uh, But it sounds like a lot of the northern quadrant. So um, Illinois, Wisconsin, um, Ohio, Indianapolis, um, those areas that, you know, there's been a lot of, activity we'll say um but i've been hearing some other things you know about uh some of the foreign countries israel um so we're praying there's been a lot of a lot of takeovers this week and from what i heard it you know i hear has been the last hurrah so i believe they're just getting the last of those dumb bases that they're aware of that are still under the systems control or, or the major ones, they probably couldn't get them all, uh, but they will in time. Right. That's right. Um, enough to, you have to, you have to tip the balance of the power structure. You have to take away the stuff and, uh, and then they can make certain moves and, and things will go down uh, right on the uh, right on radio telegram channel. Uh, so it came from the digs channel. Thank you to all the diggers who post stuff there. It's been great. I haven't had to go to a lot of other channels because uh, people are really, putting the good news and curated news i'd say in many mm-hmm. ways onto there but uh i put it on to the main channel and it's in niagara falls canada and mm-hmm. so you know and you know lake ontario it connects to the st lawrence seaway all the great lakes you know this is a major major pipeline and we know about the finger lakes we've covered that before but yeah. literally i think it was about uh four minutes and you could hear it from our cell phone recording us boom Boom, boom. These weren't fireworks, and it wasn't a firework night. It was on uh, June 15th, I believe, was the date it was happening. And, you know, um, and I have heard of some stuff down in uh, in the, you know, Kingston area, which would be uh, just the opposite side of Lake Ontario from the Finger Lakes, especially. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some, ex- we'll just say exciting stuff happening, so... Absolutely. Hey, and before I forget, listen, I don't know how many of you are on here right now, but could each one of you hit the like button? (laughs) YouTube's actually starting to promote our show just so slightly. And when you hit that (laughs) like button, it's really going to help. So please like, and if you want to share, you know, that that's good too. If you haven't subscribed, well, I hope you do. Definitely. Hmm. All right. Let me scroll through. Well, Jeff, have we heard from our guest or? No, he has not, not showed yet. up. 
and uh, I checked the email. He didn't reply. I thought it was all set up, but we'll catch up with him and we'll find out what was going on. Actually, let me just pull up my email really quick in case he, I shut it because after a few minutes he hadn't replied. Okay, nothing. All right, you see any? Oh, even an earthquake off the coast of Florida was a comment. Um, yeah, and there's been a lot in uh, in California and the Bay Area and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, one of the things, there was a, a video that was put up on the Diggs channel, and it was a compilation. But it's all of a sudden all these dead whales showing up. And, and that, like that's in, in California. Um, there's the earthquakes, of course, but we know really what most of those earthquakes are. And you can tell by the size of them and the geometric patterns and things like that. But uh, now there's like all these birds, like massive amounts of birds are flying into buildings and dying. Mm. Like, yeah, that's been interesting. I don't have explanations for all of those things, but there's been a lot with uh, mass amounts of creatures going on this week. So that is interesting. So, all right, follow-up question, Jesse. Has the tribulation begun? Uh, my opinion and belief is that, yes, we are in it. Uh, I say we're nearing the midpoint. Wow, you're ahead of me. You're <laughs> ahead of me on that. But, listen, I hope you're right. You know, Where honestly. do you say we are, Jeff? Do you say we're just at the beginning? I I think we're preparing for the beginning. So so when you say we're about the halfway, you think the seals have actually been opened. Listen, and there's signs of everything that are in there. There's rumors of wars, there's been uh there's been a global disease, there's been uh there's famines, of course. There's been locusts, there's even been rivers and water turning to blood. Yeah. Yeah. I just see it on more of a massive scale. Um, when it but listen, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the I hope you're right. I guess would be, you know, if a third of the population is gone, you know, if we had a total for that, then we could definitely know where we're at. This is true. This is true. Um, look, it's uh, if, if we are, then I'd say, well, listen, at least for us or me, Personally, I can only speak for uh, the tribulation hasn't been so tough so far. Know. Yeah, it's not as bad as people thought. If this is the beginning of it, yeah, yeah. I so yeah. Listen, I uh, I think we're getting ready for it. Jesse thinks we're in it. Um, we don't know who's right. Um, I honestly hope that she's right because <laughs> I'll tell you that's going to be a great day when the Lord shows up. That's right. It's going to be a great day. As much as I love my life here today, you know, and I really do, and I love people, I love this beautiful creation, it just gets better. Amen. It just gets better. Oh, yeah, people finding dead birds. Oh, someone says it's fake. I don't know what's fake. Hmm. 
All right. Yeah, we'll cool. see. Yeah, if anybody can find confirmations or articles, that'd be great. The more information on that stuff with the animals or creatures, you know, I think eyes on are important at this point. So here's a good one. Jesse, you have mentioned that people in the satanic world know the scriptures. Did you witness people studying, learning them when you were in the system? Great question, Kevin. That is a really great question, Kevin. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, people at the highest levels of the system, they go to church regularly. Um, you know, they do know scripture. They use it in black magic, um, especially the forbidden books. Uh, so they'll use it for things like psalm magic or um, other forbidden types of magic. But yeah. And someone says, yes, I truly believe we're at the fifth seal. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. Um, Aubrey, I'm going to answer this one. The tribulation means what? Seven years or 3.5 years? Go back and listen to our last Sunday show because and at the end of the show, I think I map out uh, a few different opinions on it and I give you my own take on it from what I've studied. Yeah. And I went into some detail on it, so. Yeah, you did. My my quick detail is that, you know, I believe it is a compilation of about a seven-year period, and it's broken down to, you know, beginning, middle, and end, and you have about three years um, with each of those time frame periods, so. Well. Oh. I just lost it. These, this chat's moving so fast, I can't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a good one. I think this is referring to this people reading, the Satanists reading the uh, scriptures. How can we pick those people out? Yes. And please clarify if you, if you meant something else. Oh, no. I think that was, yeah, I was answering that question. I think when that scrolled by. Um, really, there isn't a, an outward way you could pick those people out. Um, you know, even we've talked about the light side of the system, that even those individuals have such a form of godliness that, you know, there's nothing in their lives that would indicate, you know, that they really worship Lucifer or are in the system. Um, you know, there's no outward tattoos or symbols. They don't wear jewelry there wouldn't be anything that they would have in their home. You know, they don't keep their robes or their satanic books there in their home um, or any place, you know, where they would be, uh, where other people would be interacting with them. So um, that makes it extremely hard to tell. And, you know, they do, these are individuals who they attend church regularly. They do read the, their scripture. They do recite the Bible um, some of them, you know, the way that they were programmed, um, you know, they have different altars. So, you know, they will have altars that, you know, they truly are good Christian people and they have no idea that there's a dark side to themselves that uh, does horrific things. So um, it just depends on the person and, and kind of what their cover life is. Um, so how do we, you know, become aware of these people? We, you know, we have to really be trusting in, 
in the Lord and using that spiritual discernment he's given us. And, uh, you know, I pray, I ask the Lord to reveal to me the hearts of men. Um, you know, I ask, I ask them questions, you know, particularly about scripture, um, you know, and their relationship and experience of God. And that's something that, you know, the majority of these Luciferians at the highest level, they have a form of godliness so they can read their scripture. They can, you know, know what the Bible says. They can know who Jesus is. They can talk about the things that, you know, the humanitarian efforts, the things that Christians should do. But when you ask them to talk about their daily experience with the Lord, that's where they can't answer those questions because they don't have any daily experience with the Lord. They don't spend time with the Lord um, every day. And, uh, you know, have it, the majority of them have never had a personal experience with the Lord. So, um, you know, that right there is probably the most distinguishing factor where you know if they have a relationship with the Lord or not. You know what, Jesse, I think that's absolutely brilliant what you just said. Um, and that's, you know, and by the way, uh, ask your pastor the same questions. I right? do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and also, I would just add to it, uh, discernment is a gift. Yeah. Pray for it. Continually pray. Give me greater discernment, God, that I can trust your spirit in me to understand what is going on. And uh, I would say in concert with that, if you really want to receive the gift of discernment in a strong way, you have to really spend time in the Lord's word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Here's a follow-up question, Jesse. Jesse said she witnessed a thousand sacrifices a month. Did she mean a year? No, I meant a month. Um, yeah, most of those were at the hand of one person in the system. And most of those were because of uh, my refusal to participate or do the things that I was supposed to do within the system. So those were the ones that got counted because my decisions were my responsibility. And those are individuals who died because of the choices I had to make. Yeah, I bet you had to. Yeah. Greater, greater scheme of things, and, and you know, honestly, a, a, a thousand people could have been, could be millions, right? Right. And so, uh, not an easy thing for a young child to do. Yep. And you know what? I just on the, on that same subject, Jesse, like, it, you know, God must have numbed you to that to some extent. Hmm. No, um, you know, I think, you know, I tell people now, um, you know, those who've been going in to do rescues and things or people who are working on saving individuals from the trafficking, I'll tell them the verse that the Lord gave me. It was, you know, don't turn your eyes away from your fellow man. Um, so, you know, how did I cope with that? It was, you know, I didn't turn my face away. I acknowledged the pain and the suffering that that individual is going through and acknowledged that, you know, although it wasn't um, my choice, 
you know, that it was because of the decisions that I had to make that they, they had to pay the cost or the consequence for that. So. All right. Here's another one. Jesse, please help us. Is Bible changing due to Mandela effect? No. <laughs> I'll just say a no on that. Um, I'm not a person who believes in the Mandela effect. Um, you know, what the system has called the Mandela effect is because as they've been using the looking glass um, experimental program, which basically uses the gift of foreknowledge and revelation uh, given by the Lord to certain angelic spirits. Um, these people in the program will connect with those spirits who will give them words of knowledge or revelation or understanding, or sometimes the Lord will, through that, uh, give visions and dreams that reveal things and future events and timelines. So they've mapped out all of these events and timelines. And so where they get that there's different timelines is because sometimes people have had different visions or different things that they've seen for certain events. Um, but some of those were, you know, they're dealing with spirits that lie and deceive um, all the time. So, you know, it's not that there's different timelines. The truth is just that you've got deceiving spirits that, are throwing confusing information out there so that people are deceived. And speaking of confusing spirits and throwing different information out there, uh, you know, the mods do a really great job and there are certain ones because of the instructions they have uh, that, you know, they're probably not sure what to do. So I'm going to highlight a particular question here. And it comes from Duke. Jesse looks like Marina Abramovic related and so the reason I wanted to bring this up is, first of all, I don't see any resemblance. Uh, I can be, I can, I can assure you, she's not related. Jesse, you're not related. No, nope, not as far as I know. All right. So, you know, I don't know if this guy's a troll, uh, but if we just deleted, I, listen, I don't know. It could be. I would, say, I would say not really. This is someone who's who follows me that I interact with. So I think it's okay. just a general question. All right, but so for the mods, like it's a tough job because you think, because listen, it could come off that way. And, you know, if you're not, I, I apologize. I'm not trying to highlight in a negative way, but I'm just saying um, it's a difficult job for the mods because if they just deleted or gave a timeout, then, then this person would say, oh, it's because they don't want to admit it, right? So there's a fine line with the questions, but Duke, I do thank you for your question. Uh, next yeah, that's one. a good point, you know, not to assume that the negative or, you know, sometimes I just can't say information, but it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, hiding or that it is on the bad or negative side. Um, you know, sometimes I just can't say either way. So, and, and I'm in the same spot, Jesse there, listen, there's some things that we said they would do more harm than they would do good. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Speaking of this, why are you not allowed to talk about Trump? Well, we, we do talk about him. We talk about him all the time. Yeah, I do. You know, and I, I talk about, I focus primarily on his efforts against trafficking. Um, you know, he's been the only president in our history that 
you know, has put not only effort, but all of his heart into, you know, bringing this, you know, really this is the pandemic, you know, is, is the human trafficking and he's brought it to the forefront, to the table. Not only that, but he's allowing, you know, our military and individuals um, who want to stop this to come into joint effort and to put a stop to these things. So I do talk about that. Um, you know, I've said people ask me about, you know, his involvement in the system or things like that. And, you know, to my knowledge, I don't have knowledge of that. And, you know, so I can't answer things I don't, I don't know, or there are some things that I can't say. So. That's right. And listen, I'll, I'll just give you my two cents on it as well, because, you know, people always wonder this and, and I wonder some things myself, but, uh, Listen, he's the best president in my lifetime, by far, you know, hands down. Uh, unfortunately, he was surrounded by a bunch of snakes. Uh, but I think that was purposeful, to be honest. I think he's the smartest guy around uh, when it comes to in those circles, especially out of D.C. Swamp Rats. Um, I, you keep your enemies close. Like, listen, he had Pensy Wensy, and we all know what that guy's about, right? So right. Um, I say he was the best president. Now... Uh, we also, I'll, I'll remind our audience, when we had Kathy O'Brien, the MK Ultra survivor, uh, very outspoken, uh, she had said off air, because uh, I wish I'd got it on air, but she had said off air when she was in his casinos in Atlantic City, um, she wasn't allowed to go to him because he was not part of the system. Now, that leaves the bigger question. Is he part of the light side of the system? Yep. We don't know. And, and, and I can honestly say, I don't know. But I will say this. Um, I think Kim Clement was the prophet of our lifetime. Uh, his visions, his prophecies have been so correct. Like, you know, the, even like the, the two presidents thing right now, you have to be out of your mind as a prophet to put something like that out because it, it's not likely to happen. But he did. And I think, you know, literally we're kind of seeing that manifest right now. Um, and God said he was going to put his David in there. Right. So, you know, um, I rely on prophets that I trust. And I trusted Kim Clement. And for what it's worth, uh, Mark Taylor, I think, called it. And, and uh, you know, a few other people are there. Um, so, you know, no matter what the enemy has planned, God always has his measures put in place. Uh, is Donald Trump God's measure? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> Just opinion. Yeah. News, views, opinions, and attitudes, Jesse. Well, I guess, you know, just by his actions, we can answer some of that. You know, the Lord will always choose people who will walk in obedience and fulfill his will. And what is God's will? It's that the evil does not continue, uh, that we would give ourselves on behalf of the orphans, the widows, uh, those who are being oppressed by the bondage of wickedness. Um, so what do we see, you know, Trump's administration doing? You know, we see them releasing some of that bondage of wickedness. So, you know, I think that's, that's where we can judge him at at this moment. Yeah, I, I agree. You judge by the actions, right? Yeah. Um, okay, we're back to Duke. And this is a good one, Duke. 
What's the deal with Trump and Tesla? Trump's uncle confiscated his work. That is documented. Well, he didn't confiscate it. He was the last one to see it before it was put under seal. Right. I would agree with that. So I think, yeah, we can leave that answer there. There's not really much more we can say about that or confirm 100%. No, listen, we we know the same rumors you know. Uh, we've read the same posts that you've read. You know, 6,000 patents and stuff like that. And look, uh, just with some things like with, uh, with hydrogen energy and uh, things like that, um, I know this stuff works because I was actually selling hydrogen generators back in the 90s. And, you know, you can run a car on a quarter cup of gasoline or quarter cup of water. It's the most powerful fuel in the world. And when you burn it, it purifies the air you're driving through and it purifies water and returns back to its natural form. So why aren't we using it? No money. Right. Um, and the government has always said, well, no, no, hydrogen is so explosive, you can't contain it. It's very dangerous to contain. They're right. It is. So you don't contain it. You create it on demand. It's that simple. It works just like a car battery. You flick the switch, the hydrogen molecules separate from, you know, and and <laughs> Eric's going to be all over me on this one. <laughs> and, uh, and look, you, you burn the hydrogen, it turns back to water. It's as simple as that. And by the way, if there was a containment problem, you've heard about the submarines that are nuclear subs. Well, I'm here to tell you they're not nuclear subs. They are hydrogen-powered subs. Hydrogen power is essentially nuclear for what it's worth right. uh, in a way. It's just not the same process as these polluting plants that we have. Uh, how do you think they stay underwater for so long? Is their tank of gas that big? No. It's their creating it on demand and they're purifying oxygen and purifying water. Are they going to need oxygen and water while they're underwater? Right. And if there was a containment problem, maybe a, you know, a little boat underwater with massive nuclear armaments on it might be the place where you'd have a containment problem. Yeah. All right. Oh, I got a rule. <laughs> I'm going to let you go on with that argument, Jeff. You're doing a good job. <laughs> okay, back to you, Jesse. Will the Nephilim return in the end times? And what will they look like? The word says that it'll be like in the time of Noah. <laughs> well, you, you know, I think that that means much more than Nephilim. You know, I think it talks about the condition of men's heart that, you know, that in the times of Noah, every inclination of men's heart was evil and wicked. And it talks about the generation of lawlessness in the last days. So I think that verse supports more the state of men's heart than uh, races or creatures or Nephilim. So. And thank you, Russ, for the question. I'll just add to that. Um, you might not see them as giants, but they haven't gone away. That's true. Right? They're disembodied spirits now. Fallen angels. They're demons. Well, that is one theory, Jeff. I don't know if I comply with that theory, but it is a theory. All right. Oh, it's just, okay. Tell, tell me what you think. Well, I think, yeah, I think that the Nephilim, well, I guess I'll say there are actual giants that are descendants of, you know, 
the Nephilim um, and the system's been interbreeding them for years to get those genes as close as they can to the Nephilim bloodline. Um, so you have those descendants, but you know, I believe that all the spirits that we're dealing with are demonic spirits, either low level, mid level, or, you know, that they're a fallen angel. Uh, you know, scripture says that it's appointed unto man once to die and then the afterlife. So I don't believe that we can have human spirits wandering here. That there have been a few cases or situations, you know, um, I've had somewhere I've seen people pass into the afterlife. Um, I've had some friends who have had situations where, you know, a loved one came in the spirit and said goodbye to them and then left and they saw that person in the spirit form. Um, but as far as I know, you know, ghosts and all those things, I would say are demonic spirits. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we really disagreed, Jesse. You just gave more detail. Yeah. Maybe I misunderstood what you were saying. Well, it's, they're, they lost their bodies at the time of the flood, but their spirit is still alive. And so a demon, in my, in my opinion, my understanding is a disembodied spirit, and it's always looking for a host. And they found a lot of hosts on this earth. But they could go from person to person to person. And you've confirmed that. Yeah. And listen, I get half this stuff from listening to you, Jesse. I actually listen. <laughs> <laughs> I have never said that, Jeff. But no, I do believe that demons can possess people and inhabit their bodies. Oh, but I, I don't know if I agree with, I don't believe that the spirits of men can possess other men's spirits or bodies, but... Oh, no, no, I, did. I never said that. Yeah, that's where I draw the line with that. Ne Sometimes that Nephilim theory goes down that road. Oh, it's yeah, no, I, I wouldn't believe that for a second. Not at all. I think they are what they are. Yeah. What will happen to those who have purchased the trafficked children? Thank you for the question, Dutch Girl Dreams. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, nobody can say for sure, but... I, you know, I believe that they will be held accountable if they're involved in the trafficking at any level. Um, so I think that, you know, unless, the, as far as I know, there's not any government programs adopting these kids out yet that are authentic, you know, so if people are out there purchasing trafficked children, you know, there, I'm sure there will be some sort of accounting to see, you know, why that person adopted them and if they're involved in things or not. So And so there listen, there's judgment in the physical and there's judgment in the spiritual. That's right. Uh, judgment in the physical, if you broke laws when when we actually have a justice system that's functional again, uh these people will be taken care of uh in the appropriate manner according to the laws of the land, you know, the way it happened and uh and in the spiritual it, well that's up to god um they they could repent and even if they've done horrible things i i do pray that they do repent right so that led to another question do we believe in the death penalty and if so for what um i do you know i i believe the lord in the lord's wrath i believe sometimes he holds people account to account 
when legally nobody will put justice in there. Um, you know, do I believe that pedophiles and people who do participate in grotesque, heinous sins deserve the death penalty? You know, like I do. So. And and I go back and forth on this uh, all the time. Uh, honestly, I'm not sure the way I feel about it. Um, a lot of the times I'm very pro. It's kind of where I am emotionally at that day, quite honestly, is where I flip back and forth because part of me, uh, I, I don't want them to be in like luxurious prisons, but you know, I, listen, I think uh, some real hard time uh, is just uh, where, you know, someone's going to walk into, you know, a little cell, uh, they'll eat, they can't, take care of themselves or get themselves out of it. And they have to live looking in those four walls for many, many years. I think um, that's also good. Yeah. I'll admit there's moments or times I go back and forth as well, but do I ultimately believe, you know, there's in the death penalty? Yes. Uh, but I agree. It goes situation by situation, person by person. Yeah. And listen, I'm not opposed to it. I'll tell you that, <laughs> you know, uh, but, uh, we'll, you know, as I say, I, I changed my mind on that and I have a few times over the years. So, yeah, I think, you know, where I stand with it most is, you know, there's some, some who have participated in heinous crimes that, uh, you know, they want the easy road out. They'd rather face death than, than pay a consequence. So those are usually the people where I think they shouldn't get the easy way out. They shouldn't get the death penalty. They should have to live with the thought and knowledge, you know, of all that they did and the consequences. But I, I like that as well. Uh, really great question from KG Brocky. Where is Mark Taylor been? If anyone knows, I haven't heard the guy. I actually miss listening to him. Uh, yeah. You know, if if some if he's put up something recently, please send it to me. Um, I and I would if you have a connection for him. In fact, if everyone could write his website a, a note saying you got to come on right on radio <laughs> we got to start doing that more getting the army to really go after our guests that we want jesse we do yes i think that's one of the next assignments we're going to say okay everyone send your emails to this person <laughs> <laughs> right and be like you need to be on this show all right, Jeff. Well, great show. Great questions. Thankful to everybody who put out good questions out there today. All right. So last one here, because I just put it up. Have either of you seen Kat Kerr and her trips to heaven? I have not. Have you, Jeff? I, I don't follow her. Um, I, I don't know much about her, to be honest. Uh, I, yeah, I, I know I played one clip of her on the show and a lot of people rained down on us for mm -hmm. that or on me in particular uh it was a good clip uh, and i stand by putting it on but i don't follow her enough i don't have discernment on her i, I just don't know but uh anyways well, when we see good stuff we put it out there or stuff that's relevant to what we're talking about you know we put it out there yeah and and listen and i'm not saying this about cat kerr by any means but if you know if someone if obama says something and it's speaking the truth of some of the stuff that we're putting out there. We're going to play them, right? It doesn't matter what side you're on or whatever. And oh, just speaking of what, just one last question because it was fun. I forgot to, to hit it up. Is Michelle 
a boy. Uh, you know, I'm going to refer to, you know, one of my dearest friends, Jody LaDolce, in this matter. She had the best response, and she just said, he knows what's in his pants. So <laughs> we'll just leave that there. And I will concur. That was the best answer. And thank you, Jody, from afar for that, Jeffy. <laughs> Always fun. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this live kind of chat format. Uh, that we wanted to do, you know, we're not going to do this every time, but you know, sometimes it's just, uh, I thought it was fun and refreshing and saves yeah. me reading a lot of emails. <laughs> it's a nice change once in a while. So yeah, it is. Hey, listen, you've been listening to right on radio. Um, look, I, I got to do this uh, now. So just uh, real quick, I'm going to put it up and, and these things help me. So creating wealth through stewardship course, 50% off. It's going to expire at the end of this month. Um, so that's the limited time, actually, uh, July 1st. This particular coupon is going to go away. It doesn't mean we won't run another one, but I don't think it'll be as deep as this ever again. Um, so do take advantage of it if you want to. And it supports us. You know, um, look, we're uh, we're trying to do this in the fight where, you know, we need income too. But we're giving you value at the same time. We're not just running a commercial for, you know, uh, whatever the commercials are running these days, Mazda, you know, or something like that. Okay. So, you know, we're given something of value. It really does have value and it's undervalued in the price. So uh, take advantage of it. You've been listening to right on radio or watching right on radio as well. I thank you. We love you. Uh, we pray for you all the time. And we've got uh, possibly one other bonus show coming up this week, but we'll definitely be doing a show on Thursday. We've got a great guest lined up and, uh, I th well, let's just say it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be some music involved as well. So final word, Jesse. Um, I was going to start with love your God. <laughs> then love your family, love your neighbor and make a difference in your community. Right on radio. Right on radio.